Bill O'Reilly here, Wednesday, September 8th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. 75% of adults now at least partially vaxxed against COVID. A new variant spreading across the USA. The Texas governor signs a sweeping election overhaul bill. The Taliban unveils Afghanistan's new government. Also ahead, President Biden and abortion could be a big problem for him. But first, three in four Americans over the age of 18 have received at least one dose of the COVID vaccine. 64% are now fully vaxxed. Despite the increased coverage, the illness still spreading quickly. The CDC confirming infections in the U.S. now past 40 million, and kids are now getting COVID more than ever before. Scientists believe 90% of the new transmissions are among the unvaccinated, which would include children. Researchers say the odds of catching a breakthrough case of COVID, however, are 1 in 5,000. But it does happen. Doctors detecting the latest virus variant called Mu in 49 states. The new strain from Colombia, the country, was discovered in January and could be the next major obstacle after the Delta variant fades. Dr. Anthony Fauci, whose credibility is being severely challenged, confirms the CDC is actively monitoring Mu and its impact on the country's hospitals. Lone Star Governor Greg Abbott signing an election security bill that will impose new rules to crack down on voter fraud in Texas. The law comes weeks after Democrats in the legislature fled to Washington, D.C. to avoid voting on the legislation. The measure will limit mail-in ballots, increase the number of poll watchers, and clearly define early voting. Democrats claim any restrictions hurt minorities. A Taliban spokesman releasing the names of Afghanistan's new rulers Key positions, including head of state, defense minister, interior minister, are being filled by longtime members of the terror group. The White House refusing to say whether it will recognize the new Taliban government. When asked whether the president plans to acknowledge the legitimacy of it, Press Secretary Jen Psaki replied, quote, that's a long way off, but of course it is not. In a moment, abortion may bring President Biden another major problem. Back in a moment. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD 
to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. More problems for President Biden. A guy who doesn't need any more problems. Last week, Texas won in the Supreme Court as a restrictive abortion law in that state was not struck down. Almost immediately, President Biden objected, and one reporter asked his spokesperson, Jen Psaki, about it. Why does the president support abortion when his own Catholic faith teaches abortion is morally wrong? He believes that it's a woman's right, it's a woman's body, and it's her choice. Why does the president, who does he believe then should look out for the unborn child? He believes that it's up to a woman to make those decisions uh, and up to a woman to make those decisions with her doctor. I know you've never faced those choices, nor have you ever been pregnant, but for women out there who have faced those choices, this is an incredibly difficult thing. The president believes their rights should be respected. Now, playing the gender card when asked a legitimate question is wrong, but Misaki does not care. Her job is to serve a sinking president. Joe Biden not only favors abortion rights, he promotes abortion itself. And he wants pro-life Americans to pay for abortions by using their tax dollars. He also wants to allow abortions at any time up until birth. That is an extreme position on this life-death subject. And so, Mr. Biden's standing in the Catholic Church is now at risk. In November, American bishops will decide whether to stop President Biden from taking communion. That would be unprecedented for a major politician. If that happens, all hell, pardon the pun, will break loose because Mr. Biden has made his Catholicism a central point in his public persona. Now, the question is, why would Joe Biden change so dramatically over the years on the question of abortion? It used to be that he opposed forcing pro-life Americans to pay for abortions. That's the Hyde Amendment. The government does not do that. But Biden wants to do away with the Hyde Amendment. And then there's late-term abortion, which overwhelmingly Americans don't want. Every poll shows that. So why would Mr. Biden take the opposite view from most Americans when his own church is adamantly opposed to abortion. I can't answer any of those questions. But I can tell you that critical mass has been reached with Mr. Biden. He can no longer say, well, I'm against abortion personally, but I don't want to impose my personal view on the country. Because now the President of the United States is openly encouraging as many abortions as possible. It'll be interesting to see what the bishops do in November. 
I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. For more honest news analysis, please go to BillOReilly.com. And please check out my book, Killing the Mob, in a moment, something you might not know. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day, and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Hurricane Ida smashed into Louisiana last week with wind gusts of 185 miles per hour. The storm is the strongest ever to hit the Bayou State. But the deadliest hurricane, occurred more than a century ago, the great Galveston storm of 1900. At the time, Galveston, Texas, was called the grandest city in the state. The town, located about 60 miles southeast of Houston, boasted the biggest port, the most millionaires, and the first telephones and electric lights in the region. All that changed on this day in the year 1900. A hurricane with an estimated strength of a Category 4 decimated Galveston. The damage was so severe, it remained unreported for several days because nobody could get to the island. Weather forecasting was primitive in those days. It relied on spotty reports from ships in the Gulf of Mexico. At 3 a.m., a 20-foot-high wave smashed into downtown Galveston. The storm began to subside about daybreak. The sun rose on September 9th over a coastal city obliterated. According to local newspapers, corpses were everywhere. Authorities forced black men to collect the dead, pile them on barges, which then sailed out into the gulf and dumped the bodies in the water. Anywhere between eight and 12,000 Texans died within three hours. In the years after the horrific storm, Galveston reinvented itself. The Army Corps of Engineers constructed a 17-foot seawall to protect the population. And here's something else you might not know. The lists of hurricane names are reused every six years with some exceptions. When a hurricane is especially deadly or costly, its name is retired and a new name is added to the hurricane list. In 2006, the name Katrina was taken out of commission forever, as it should have been. Back after this. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. 
No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.